Welcome back. Good to have you. Hey, if you are looking for good Italian food in Waukesha, do what I do. And that is our buddy Joey Albanese and Albanese's Roadhouse right there on uh, Blue Mount Road right next to Menards. And uh, the sport, Dominic Sports Bar inside. You can always go in there and catch some of the games. Uh, enjoy some of the good Italian food. Like I said, when we go there, we usually do the meatball hoagie, uh, meatball sub, and then uh, Christian loves the uh, lasagna with the Italian sausage. Always get the extra Italian sauces. That way you can bring a couple of that, a couple pieces of that home. But uh, good stuff from Joey Albanese and Albanese's Roadhouse. And they're just good people. Just great family atmosphere over there. Stop in Albanese's, Albanese's Roadhouse. And, yes, they are still doing. Now, today they wouldn't be doing it in the rain, but bocce ball all year long. Check out their uh, bocce ball leagues over there as well. And if you're looking for a great place to gather, uh, maybe you want to do a private event. They have a back room. You can do private events and such there. Or they can cater for you. That's Albanese's Roadhouse, Blue Mountain Road in Waukesha, right next to Menards. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. What is this? Wolfman6 says, who is your pick? you got to pick one free agent to keep. To keep out of Lazard, Tanyan, uh, Jenkins, Amos, Lowry. Honestly, all of them uh, can go. Jenkins uh, probably the most talented. Uh, Elton Jenkins. Elton Jenkins just signed a uh, a contract, so he's not even a free agent. Um, boy, that's uh, uh I would keep Tanyan out of that whole group. Here's the reason why. I've always said Lowry's just a guy. Amos, it would pay me to get rid of, but Amos has played re- very quiet and very well. He's been steady in that secondary, so it would pay me to lose him. But you don't have a tight end. Ton- Ton- Robert Tanya is really your only tight end. So out of all of those guys, now I'll take Jenkins out of the mix because they resign him, but I would I would go with Robert Tanya. Lazard, to me, is always a guy. He's he's just a dude, man. You 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 bring up somebody off the practice squad and you get the same. I, I'm not knocking him, but you know this whole thing about Robert Tanya. You know, oh my God, Tanya this and Tanya that. It's like no. What? Tell me what he does dynamic. He runs really good routes. He's a trustworthy wide receiver. That's that's a that's a very much a credit to him. But don't act like he's Tariq Hill. Don't act like he's DeAndre Hopkins in his heyday or Julio Jones in his heyday, or Devontae Adams, the replacement of. No, he's not. He's, he's not overly fast, not really um, a, a big leaper. He's good. He's tall. He's got good hands. But it, it, there's nothing dynamic there. You know what I mean? Now, they probably could have util, utilized him a little bit more. There was more than a few times that Robert, uh, Alan Lazard could have Saved uh, saved the day, so to speak, when it came to the postseason, and they just didn't look at him. I mean, he's wide open across the middle, and they're just not going to throw it to him, you know. So he could have just he could have sat in a bathtub and, and took a bath and relaxed and lit some candles because they weren't going to throw him the football. But Lazard, no, Tanyan's only the really legit pass catching tight end they have, so you got to keep him. I'd hate to get rid of Amos, um, but but that would be it. That'd probably be my choice. 877-867-1670. Let's get back to the phone calls, shall we? If indeed you watched the games this past weekend, you're going to watch the game coming up tonight. You look at the Green Bay Packers and their situation. You look at the teams. You start to go through the comparisons. You say, how far away are the Green Bay Packers from actually making it back to the postseason? And I'm not talking about – I'm talking about being viable. 
Okay, not just about barely beating or barely losing to the Detroit Lions. I'm talking about getting back and being real. You know what I'm saying? Being real. Let's go to Lynn listening to us in Waukesha. Lynn, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Yeah, I, Bill, I've got great trepidation towards the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I think they have to make a decision very quickly on Aaron Rodgers. They can't let it drag to the draft. Uh, they have to decide whether they're going to keep him, trade him. The people in uh, Las Vegas, who I was just out there last week, and they figure he's coming there. Uh, as far as <laughs> Matt LaFleur goes, I, I think he's a very good play caller between the 20s, but when it gets down to a crucial situation, he's a zero. I mean, that fourth and one, and he does a reverse. I mean, if that doesn't scare right. somebody. Yeah, and and his decision with his defensive coordinator sounds like he's coming back. And I think the players did that in that last five games. I, I You were saying they were texting each other, talking to each other. They finally decided to go around a defensive coordinator. Look, if you don't believe in your leader, and they don't, and – I, just, I think he needs to be replaced, and I don't think they'll do it. And like I said, I like Matt LaFleur, but I don't think he's the guy that's going to get us there. So, first of all, they better make a decision on Rodgers. I hope to keep him, but whether they do or not, it has to be done quickly so they can move this, get planning on moving this franchise forward. It's uh, appreciate the phone call. I I think Rogers still gives them the best chance to win, but like I've said, and I I will continue to say, it give him all the time you know he wants right now to kind of walk away and go do his thing and and you know enjoy his life whatever it is he wants to do. But I think and and, and I know they didn't say this specifically, um, but I think you got to look at him and you got to go. You know what? You need to let us know. And when you do, it's not just about whether or not you want to come back. It's about whether or not you are going to to be all in. Because we need to know. got to be all in. How long do you think it takes, in general, for, if you had in, to guess, um, for well, Rodgers to decide? Question. Yeah. Um. I hate to say it's going to take a real long period of time, but I think they're going to give him almost to, well, it, it'll probably happen like it did last year, like right before free agency. You know, when you've got a lot to consider, guys that you're going to let go, guys that you're going to keep, money you're going to spend, I think, and I hate to use the term, but I think he holds the team hostage until then. And again, this goes back to just like when, you know, Devontae Adams wanted to be paid. You can't make your decisions until he makes his decision. You can't you can't say, I'm going to go spend this amount of money not knowing what you're going to have. Suppose he decides to walk away. You'll have extra money. You can spread out over a couple of years. You'll know that. Or if he says, no, I'm not coming back. I want to be traded. You'll know what you have to do and what you can't spend and what you can spend or deals you could or couldn't make because of the money that's going to come due as opposed to right now. And he has to understand that. And you heard two or three guys. You heard Keyshawn Nixon say, this is a business. Okay, everybody wants to be loved until it's a business. Once it's a business, it's out for me. 
Well, it's a business. It's a business for the Packers, too. So, you know, either you're, you know, if you want to be treated like, you know, really, really well, and you want to be treated like, oh, my God, you know, we just, we love you so much and everything you've done and blah, 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 blah. Well, then you got to be cognizant of what you're, what you're asking. You know, uh, you got, it's, it's got to be a two-way street. That's, that's, you know, players always want it to be a love fest until it's a business, but they always want the love fest from the team. And it just, unfortunately, just doesn't work that way. 877-867-1670. Put it this way. It's got to be a love fest as well. Remember when Rogers said, well, if guys just aren't performing, they, they guys got to sit. Well, that's affecting their business. But what he's saying is, is no, no, if you're not playing well, it's, it's, it's a business. We got to win. Okay. So it's a business now. Tell me when it's not a business. When you want to be treated right? Oh, okay. Gotcha. A lot of hypocrisy there. And I'm not just talking about Rogers. I'm just talking in general. 877-867-1670. Um, Got a couple of uh, other uh, people that have chimed in on the Bud Light live stream. Uh, the Bud Light live stream is alive today, by the way. A lot of people on it. Uh, David says there's no urgency with this team. You saw Daniel Jones yesterday doing everything possible to get first downs. Uh, Rodgers just doesn't do that. I saw the Giants picked up Hodges in mid-November, and he went for eight catches and over 100 yards. He wasn't even uh, um, he wasn't even in camp. Why couldn't we pick up somebody that could do something like that? Did you see Sammy Watkins even made it to the playoffs with the uh, Baltimore Ravens? Yes, I did, David. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing. When you pick up a wide receiver like that, isn't it amazing that they can come in and be that productive right away and they don't need three years to get familiar with and earn the trust of the, uh, the, the quarterback? That's when I talk, people get mad at me when I talk about putting yourself on a pedestal. It's like when th- that's the whole, you know, I don't know if I trust this guy. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do it. That's fine. But eventually you have to. And I have said it time and again, you cannot expect people to be on your level right away. It just doesn't happen that way. Right? It just doesn't happen that way. So the issue is is and will forever be whether or not you have that ability to be able to just bring a guy in and say, I'll connect with you. I'll trust you. I'll go after you. And if you miss one or two, I'll come back to you again. I'm going to show faith in you. You know, it's not all about, and I hate to say this, but it's not all about statistics. It's all, not all about completion percentage. It's like, You know what? And I, as a quarterback, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw you the ball. If you're open, you're going to get the ball. Here you go. I'm going to throw to the open man. I'm going to take what the defense gives me. I'm going to throw it to you. If you drop it, that's on you. That's not on me. Your ineptitude will be highlighted, not mine. Nobody's going to look at me and go, boy, you had a terrible game. No, I didn't. I put the ball in his hands four or five times. He dropped three out of five of them. I'm good with that. Um, Dan says, uh, even if a team could afford Aaron Rodgers, uh, he has demonstrated that he is uncoachable. Uh, no, he's coachable. I just think, uh, you, you got to make all the circumstances very, very right. Just an honest opinion. You got to make them very, very right. 
you know? Just got to make them very right. I think that's very real, too. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Got more phone calls to get to. If you want to chime in, do it. Uh, if you want to hit us up on the Bud Light live stream, do it. Live stream's active today. People all over that place. We'll get to a couple of emails as well. Got a lot more going on. Had a good weekend of NFL football. Got another good game coming up tonight. So when you look at this and you say, you know what? I'm watching these teams play. I'm watching these teams battle. How do the Green Bay Packers really kind of stack up? How do they stack up with the teams that are in the postseason right now? How far away are they? We're talking a little bit about that. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up, this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends, Hockey Admirals. Still playing, winning hockey. I, I want to see this team in the postseason more than a couple of rounds deep, heading to our, towards a Calder Cup. Maybe we'll even put something together. Maybe what we'll do is we'll, we'll put a whole group of people who will go to a hockey game one night. I'd love to do that. We'll get Aaron Sims on. We'll do the whole thing. But right now, if you're looking for a game to go to, individual games, promotional ideas, concerts and such, right after the Admirals games, go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That's MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue. Uh, they're fantastic guys. They're a veteran-owned company right here in the state of Wisconsin. We're seeing Wisconsin to be exact, and they have great sauces, hot sauces even, rubs, and uh, they wanted to say thanks. They had a really successful uh, season last year, and the grilling season is year-round now, and there's people doing different barbecue videos, and barbecuing is a thing over on TikTok, and they just said, hey, thanks to everybody for paying attention, and thanks for, to everybody for giving them a shot. So many people have become regular customers. Go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. Here's something for you. The attendance leaders, home attendance leaders for 2022, in the NFL, Cowboys, number one, 841,192. They have a massive stadium that's sold out continuously. Uh, you can put hundred and something, 110,000 people, I think, in that thing. Massive stadium, okay? Giants, number two. I really thought you'd probably be looking at the Rams coming off of a Super Bowl out at SoFi, but no, the Giants, number two, 688,000. 266 people. Number three, the Green Bay Packers, 685,623. Number four, the Rams. Number five, the 49ers. Number six, now this shocked me, the Panthers. The Carolina Panthers, followed by the Eagles, the Falcons, the Jets, and then the Buccaneers. And what's interesting in there, no Cincinnati, the defending AFC champion. No Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, no Chicago Bears, because even in a sellout, they can't compete because their stadium sucks and it's so small. But your top five, Cowboys, Giants, Packers, Rams, 49ers. So there you go. Uh, let's do this. Let's get back uh, to the phones. Let's go to Larry listening to us in Sockville. Larry, how you doing today, man? What's up? 
Hi, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, first, uh, before I talk about Aaron Rodgers, I just, just want to say my day is not complete unless I hear your program, or at least part of it. Uh, no, I appreciate it. During my, my work breaks. And uh, I appreciate your expertise. I mean, you have a lot of experts appearing on your show who are great, but I think you are more of an expert than a lot of them in, in, in many aspects of sports. Uh, about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers uh, frustrates me so much over the years. Um, despite the fact that he has a great arm, he's a highly intelligent, great athlete. So many times over the years, he gets outplayed by mediocre quarterbacks. It drives me crazy, uh, you know, and uh, he's dropping back or, or out of the shotgun. I think his fondest mm-hmm. dream would be if a coach would let him do uh, uh, pass plays 100% of the time. Um, right. And, but so many times when uh, the Packers are driving, they get into the red zone, first and 10 in the red zone, and and they end up not scoring, or even first and, first and goal, that they they end up four passes incomplete, and they don't score. And I I get, I get so frustrated. And I think, uh, why, why does the coach let him do this? Um, I think you, you probably well, uh, have no, I, I, I appreciate it. I I look at it this way, and thanks, Larry, for giving me a buzz. I, I look at Aaron Rodgers as kind of a he he works the game plan with the head coach, which is what you should do. I think they've gotten away a little bit from who they are. That's just my opinion. I don't think they're far off. I don't think it's terrible. But I I think they have become too reliant upon Rodgers in the sense of they think he can do what he used to do. And that's not it. It's I, I you know I, I, he's not the same guy. He looked slower this year. Now, that doesn't mean he can't come back and, and be really solid next year. He just looks slower this year. In all honesty, he just did. So you you you're relying on him to do things to be different or to be the same guy he was, but he's not because he is different. And I, I agree with you. I thought the play calling at certain times, especially in goal-to-go situations, I thought it was pathetic. I really did. I thought it was pathetic. I thought it was, you know, why are you, why, why are you taking away? Let's, let's just look at it this way. I don't mind shotgun, okay? I, I don't mind it. I'm not a fan where it's continuous, but I don't mind it. But you take away, when he's not under center, one of the best play-action passers in the business who has the ability to really throw a fake and buy himself an extra second if the plays are drawn up correctly. And we've seen it time and again where when Rodgers sells it, man, even the cameraman doesn't know where he's at. Guys on the field stop, and it gives you that extra second, that little gap to throw a ball into. If that's what you want to do and you want to throw it, why do you take that aspect away? I I, I don't understand it. The only reason I could possibly say they didn't do it was because they didn't have faith in their offensive line and his thumb. That would be it. They were worried about fumbling down low. But I I mean, I as an offensive lineman, I'd be sitting there going, hey, I'm kind of pissed. I'm kind of pissed. You will not even give me the opportunity to block my guy up front because you don't believe in running behind the offensive line at all. And you've got a dynamic weapon in Aaron Jones, too.
I, I'd be kind of pissed. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, let's go to Chris listening to us in Brookfield. Chris, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Pretty good, Bill. Pretty good. I I love watching those games this week, and I love watching those young guys play. They, they used their legs when they had to, but most of all, get from San Francisco, Mr. Irrelevant, who's awfully irrelevant right now. Lawrence, all those guys, they made plays by, by seeing what they need for the first down and getting the ball to the guy who can get, who can get them first downs. This isn't Rodgers' first year of not doing that. Rodgers hasn't done that for three or four years. He used, he used D.A. As, as, as his security blanket, and, and he failed years after years of not moving the ball around. And then you've got, uh, he's, to me, Aaron is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But I think he's lost it. I think I don't know what he's doing back there. How many times you sit and fans are screaming at their TV sets for how many years now? Get the guy. He's right there. He's wide open. And you just see him chuck mm-hmm. the ball down the field like you said a thousand times on your show. Why are you airing yep. it out when you need two yards? He consist- continuously does that. And then you're nope. talking about you know, they got the game plans that they go over each week. Boy, I'd love to be a fly on the wall or I'd love to give – Gudenkunz, and I'd love to get LaFleur truth serum some night and just to ask him questions and get the honest answer. <laughs> right. A lot of this has changed back in 2018 when they, when Ted Thompson, that uh, Murphy kept along too many years and then, and then complained about it was Ted Thompson's fault that there wasn't communication between the departments because Ted kept it all to himself. Well, he was a CEO. Why didn't he see that mm-hmm. before that? And then he came in and said, okay, no, everything's going to go through me. There's no way that that was Goody Kuntz in his first six months of the, in his contract where he gave Rodgers that super big contract the first time in 18. Four months later, what do we see? We see McCarthy getting fired because they become stagnant. Well, then you also had Big Dog say, yeah, I've never seen a quarterback all of a sudden disrespect whatever the coach is calling and start drawing plays up in the ground just saying, hey, you do this, you do that, and let's see what we got. That mentality mm-hmm. hasn't changed for Rodgers. They had the first year under the floor, halfway through the season, they what they do? They wound up throwing out a bunch of plays to make it more easier for Rodgers. Now, you've got guys like Mahomes you were talking about. They make everybody look good. They throw it to the open guy. They make plays. Rodgers doesn't do that. It's mm-hmm. between him and Murphy. I don't know which one's the biggest arbitrage. And if you could, well, don't hang up on I me. Mean, I want to hear what you guys say because otherwise, no, no, I, I appreciate that. I, I look at it this way. First of all, and, and thanks for the phone call. So just hang in there, and, and Ben will kind of turn you down. But because um, we only got a minute or two here, but when you talk about Murphy, okay, people loved Bob Harlan, and Bob Harlan and I had had dozens of conversations about success behind the scenes. And he said, because I told him, I said, what piece of advice are you going to give to Mark Murphy? He said, the same thing I gave when I was with Ron Wolf and, and Mike Holmgren is hire football people to do football things and then get out of their way, leave them alone. You run the business. Well, you run the business until it's not runnable anymore. And everybody got mad at Mark Murphy for allowing the silos. Now, did he keep Ted too long? Probably a year. Maybe two, but probably a year too long, you know. 
and and then to make that move or such. But it wasn't like he let Ted go for eight years too long. It was it was a year, maybe two tops. But that was it. Mark Murphy then goes out and basically puts it upon himself to say, hey, if you don't like LaFleur, you know, yell at me, don't yell at Gudikins, basically to take the pressure off of his general manager so his general manager can do football things. In the meantime, Mark Murphy is making money for the organization, which is what he's supposed to do. Okay? Now, are things good right now? Of course not. They're not great right now, no. Not by any stretch of the imagination. I agree with that. Right? But I'll say this. He, he's doing what he is supposed to do, and that is make money for the organization, keep them viable. Now, you look at it, they're number three in overall attendance, so you know the attendance is good. You know they're making some money. You know they're expanding. They're doing more things up there in the Titletown District, so you know all of that's going on. That's what he's supposed to do. I'm sure that this is the get-out-of-jail-free card year because, Matt LaFleur, you do this again, and you're not going to be back. We all know that. Matt LaFleur had three 13-win seasons, so you gave him the contract. There was no reason not to. You know, I understand everything that you're saying. I think, you know, in whether or not you – good against, for the most part, you look at the draft this year specifically, and you're thinking, yeah, this wasn't a bad draft, you know? It was a pretty good draft. You're not looking at the Green Bay Packers going, boy, they're terrible. You know, Quay Walker turned out to be good. He just has to learn how to get off a block, but he, he played pretty solid. He was one of your leading tacklers. Devontae Wyatt showed his his wares. Christian Watson came on. Sean Ryan had the PEDs. He had a third-round draft choice. You kind of expect it out of third-round draft choices for the Packers. Romeo Dubs had his time. Zach Tom looked really good. Kingsley Ang- Angabari, when he had his opportunity on the outside, looked good. Samari Torrey even caught some passes. So, good there. Stokes, you're waiting to come back from the year prior. Josh Myers is a starter. Amari Rogers, gone. Royce Newman, eh, not real happy. TJ Slayton, he's finally starting to show something. He came in big body, had a little bit this year. After that, you know, you remember you lost Kylan Hill, Shamar, Gene Charles. He's a peace player at best. Cole Van Lannan, Isaiah McDuffie, okay, whatever. Jordan loved the year prior, but A.J. Dillon's been pretty solid. Josiah DeGuarda, Kamal Martin, John Runyon. John Runyon's been a staple, right? You know, you got Jake Hansen as a backup. Rashawn Gary the year prior to that. Darnell Savage, I still think he's going to come back and play well. Rashawn Gary, Darnell Savage, and Elton Jenkins are really good. The draft before that with Jair, after that, not great. We all know that. After you got past Darnell Savage and Elton Jenkins in 2019, not great. We all know that. Okay? So... The drafts are getting better. They're getting more stable after Ted's been gone. Their scouting department's been better. They they found some guys. I mean, look at a guy like Keyshawn Nixon. They brought that guy in, and he became a staple. They were like, wow. They were surprised by this guy's ability. He's he's been a hell of a a special teams player and a backup. So I'll look at Goody and go, if I'm Goody, I'm looking at Mark Murphy saying, I don't think it's the talent. So we're going to give Matt LaFleur – this season to correct it. He's got to fix it. He's got to wrap his arms around it. He's got to be the guy that says, not on my watch. This is the way we're going to do it. And then you got to get commitment from your quarterback to say, I'm, I'm all in, man. I'm coming back. I'm all in. I'm all in. We you, Because Rodgers, his level of, you got to bring my guys back. you got to do what I say. I don't have to come in and do anything. I don't. That's gone. Because this team looked as bad as they've looked in a long time, probably since that last year, Mike McCarthy. That's gone. 
They did it your way. They brought in your guys. They let you kind of say, ah, I don't have to be there. I don't have to do this. We're going to give you veteran days. We're going to let you do things. We're going to let you have a say. That's gone. Didn't work. Now it's like, okay, 60 million bucks. I expect the return of my investment. And that is for you to be the leader, you to be here, you to be relevant, you to be part of this offseason. You don't have to be at every one, but you should be at some. You should work with these guys. There should be relationships. But you can't complain about the stuff that you do nothing about. So we'll see. This is that put put the train back on the tracks here. 877-867-1670. More than Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Show. We continue on this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. Anywhere within the sound of my voice, as a matter of fact, that you hear this program and you want to give them a call, call them. Uh, it's 414-455-4451, 414-455-4451. That is, uh, that's our guy at, uh, guys over there at New Mail Medical. New Mail Medical, call them. They can help you out with ED. They can help you out with low T. And they can help you out with the all-in-one weight loss program as well. That's 414-455-4451. Talking about the Green Bay Packers and kind of, you know, when you look at the weekend and you look at the teams that are in the postseason and you start thinking to yourself, okay, what do the Packers need to do? Because this is kind of like week one without Packers. You know, you're kind of going through a little bit of withdrawal and you're kind of like, man, Packers could have done that. Packers could have done that. They couldn't do this. They couldn't stop that. They couldn't beat this. They couldn't have scored here. You look at the difference in play calling. You look the creativity. First half versus the second half from Doug Peterson was absolutely fantastic. Dable did a pretty good job as well. Daniel Jones basically sacrificing everything, just trying to get out and do what he basically willed his team to a win. J.K. Dobbins damn near did. He went to uh, Harbaugh ahead of time and said, "Hey, throw it on my back, man. Give it to me." And he almost willed his team, the Baltimore Ravens, to a win, uh, which is another whole story because Lamar Jackson, as we all know did not even make the trip to Cincinnati. And he posted about his issues with his knee and how he was still swelling, he couldn't play, he wanted to. There is some real issues there. I will say this, and I know this goes against everything everybody's saying uh, nationally, but I 100% applaud what Baltimore's doing. I 100% do. You've got an incredibly talented quarterback who wanted – $250 $250 million plus. You said yes, but we're not going to guarantee every penny. And why? Because you have now missed 10 games in two years because you're taking a beating. And had they paid him the money, would he have been there yesterday? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. You know, who knows? I don't know how bad that, apparently not, with the, the knee, the issue it was, but he didn't even make the trip to support his team. Didn't even make the trip. Now, had he been really kind of, kind of close to playing, had they won, and maybe if you're flying, your knee will swell up and such because that can happen, uh, okay, you know, if you're saving yourself for the next game. 
But if you're not, and you know you're not going to play the rest of the postseason, and you're not making a trip, you're not making a trip because you're not. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be a part of that organization. You don't want to be around your head coach. You know they they got issues. But I'll tell you this: if you're a running quarterback in the National Football League, no way in hell I'm giving you guaranteed money. It's hard enough to keep a pocket passer upright, much less a guy that's willing to go out and take hits. Hurts got hurt this year. Justin Fields got hurt this year. Lamar Jackson hurt this year. All these guys that like to run, they're going to get beat up. And they're, they, don't, they don't work on their bodies in the offseason to take a beating. They work on their bodies to basically be a better passer, to kind of keep their legs under them so they can throw, they can launch, they can move about, but not to be a running back with upper body strength to take those kind of hits. That's not what they're doing. So if you're running, if you're running a quarterback in the National Football League, I'm just not guaranteeing you the money. It's great to have that as an asset, but your longevity is drastically cut short because the pocket passers have survivability. It's just they do. 877-867-1670. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Jay listening to us in Shano. Jay, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, I'm good, man. Thanks for uh, taking my call here. I, I appreciate it. Just going on what you said, I think you're right, though, as far as uh, a quarterback goes. I think there's a time to run and there's a time to pass the ball, uh, with that being said. So I think you're on the right track there. What I wanted to talk to you about was uh, Matt LaFleur. When he first came in, I was a big fan. I was like, okay, this guy is doing some good stuff. But somewhere along the way, to me, it's like the team lost its fire. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. It's like I'm not sure that everybody wants to play for him. Like I've seen, I don't know if you've seen, I'm just going to give you an example here. I'm actually from Michigan originally. And I went to Michigan uh, over Christmas and everybody there was talking about the Lions and the Lions and the Lions and Lions this and Lions that. And by the way, they call Aaron Rodgers, Sharon. You know, it's just. Nope, we lost him. Lost him. Sorry about that. I got you call Aaron Rodgers and Sharon Rodgers. And after that, that was the end of it. The state media no was trying to silence him. <laughs> saying something like Sharon Rogers. Oh my goodness. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We'd love to have you again. 877-867-1670. Um, oh, by the way, this one's from uh, Jason. Jason says uh, real quick, Aaron Rodgers is not the problem. He's the only problem. That's not a problem. He's a guy that knows too much, and he's too smart for his own good. He's a brilliant quarterback with an incredible arm and an incredible base. He just doesn't have the talent around him. Let's quit blaming Rodgers and look at what Gutekinds has put together. No, no. I'm, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is an incredible quarterback, but what else do you want him to do? And, again, I go back to the fact that if it's not – the, the words Aaron Rodgers talked about were, you know, ah, it's not all about the money. Well, if it's not about the money, then why in the world? Then why in the world? Did you take all the money? If it's not about the money, then why'd you take all the money? Right? I mean, that's the bottom line. I, I, I've i never understood the, if it's not all about the money comment. Because if it's not, then why'd you grab it? Why'd you take it to begin with? 
877-867-1670. Um, the uh, watcher says if Aaron Rodgers comes back, it's a minimum of $31 million, but next year it's 68 mil uh, cap hit, and you can't change it. Well, you can because you can spread it out. You can take the, the cap hit if he would retire. You you know, after June 1st, you can spread it out $20 million a piece over the next couple of years. But if he if, if you decide to trade him away, if you want to get rid of him, or he retires before June 1st or whatever, then you're kind of buried. You are buried. Now, the one thing to remember is you're buried for a year, and then you're out from underneath it. But you really do then have to begin, begin to look at what you have and what you can afford and what you don't have. And, you know, then you really got to make some decisions because there would be some other guys you'd have to pretty much cut loose. Right? Uh, right. I, I, complicated fellow said the exact same thing. Has to make up for the crypto investment like Brady did. Brady talked about it, how he invested in crypto and how it kind of took a tank and lost a bunch of money. I don't know. How, I, I don't know how much money Rogers was being paid. In crypto, I don't know what all he's put into crypto and such, but there's there's a that that was a good amount because it was like right after he and Serena Williams had done that uh, that convention where they were on the stage talking about having getting payments and salaries and such paid partly in crypto and investments and such, and right after that it was like boy it just tanked. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers' Keyshawn Nixon was named to the All-Pro First Team by the Associated Press. Nixon says he was determined to win the kickoff return job after the team waived former third-round pick Amari Rodgers in November, just a year and a half after being drafted. It's a small window with this stuff. You know, you never know. Like, sometimes people always think, like, somebody get cut and it's, like, the end of the world, but... Sometimes somebody goes somewhere else with a fresh start. One of Keyshawn Nixon's biggest supporters on the team is Aaron Rodgers. I asked Rodgers what makes Nixon stand out. Well, he's tough, you know, and, and I don't use that uh, characteristic lightly. They're just not the same amount of mentally, physically tough guys, I think, in the league. And he's one of them. You know, he's a guy I wish I could have played a decade with because you could win with guys like that. Smart guys who are mentally and physically tough, who play with an edge, play with an attitude. In the NFL playoffs, the Vikings losing at home to the Giants 31-24. First-year head coach Kevin O'Connell led Minnesota to a 13-4 record and an NFC North title, but one and done in the playoffs. O'Connell on what the mood was like after the game inside the Vikings locker room. It's one of the closest connected groups in, in the entire NFL. These guys, are, there's real tears in there. There's real guys that expected uh, to really have a chance to, to win a world championship. And, and you got to give the Giants a lot of credit. You know, give ourselves a chance to compete at the highest levels in this league. And I think we'll take a look at a lot of things just to see where we can improve and, and be the best version of ourselves. That's Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin, Harley-Davidson. Go to WisconsinWisHD.com. That's WisHD.com for uh, 
Well, they have a huge selection of uh, both new and used bikes, and the new bikes are coming out. The excitement is building for the uh, 2023 version of Harley-Davidson's. Not to mention, uh, they have got to the big clearance room. They're getting ready for the 2023 motor clothes and parts and such, so the clearance room's fantastic. But if you're looking for new stuff, they've got it coming in all the time, all the time. Stop out and check out Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to WISHD.com. That is WISHD.com. So the attendance numbers, uh, I wanted to go back because people had some questions. It went Dallas, uh, then the Giants, then the Packers, uh, L.A., the uh, um, uh, Rams, San Francisco, Carolina, Philadelphia, Atlanta, the Jets, and Tampa Bay. But if you go at average per game, the Jets and the Giants are, the Jets are actually ahead of the Giants. Average per game, the Jets are ahead of the ahead of the Giants. Um, Packers average seventy six thousand one hundred and eighty. Uh, Dallas, like I said, that that stadium can hold over a hundred uh, at standing room only. They average ninety three thousand four hundred and sixty five. Nobody's even close to that. Nobody's even close to that. The Washington Commanders were dead last with uh, an average total attendance of 58,106. 58,106. They were 91%. 91%. Uh, meanwhile, Chicago, second worst at 59,823. 59,823. Now, what's really weird is uh, Las Vegas had nine home games. They had, they had 496,363 averaged 62,045 uh, people per attendance, 97.1. Had 1.12 million come through the turnstiles, but they were 31st. They were 31st. Uh, out of the top 10 was the Saints at 11, Seattle. Denver, Minnesota was number 14 on the list, and they averaged at 99% capacity, averaged 66,687. Their stadium, while it's packed, it's not as big as, as Lambeau. It doesn't have the same capacity ele- uh, ability at Lambeau. So uh, there you go. Um and then actually, uh, when it came to total, home total, Cincinnati was last because their stadium's not that big. They ran at a 98.9 percentile, but Cincinnati's, um, they averaged 66,247. But it's, it's weird how they get into all the percentages and such. But nevertheless, it was Dallas, New York, uh, the New York Giants, and the Green Bay Packers. When it came to uh, when it came to attendance, there you go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, feel free. Feel free to go ahead and do so. Um, coming up after the top of the hour, because we're uh, right up against the clock. Coming after the top of the hour, uh, we'll get back into the phone calls, get into your thoughts. Got some emails we got to get to, and then after that, uh, Mike Clemens is going to join us. For the last 45 minutes of the program. So coming up here in about uh, 18 minutes, Mike Clemens is going to be here. Stick around for that. 
But nevertheless, we are going to uh, we're going to take some phone calls when we come back at Mike and Whitewater and a cash of thousands on hold. Got some emails I want to get to. Got some uh, more good stuff uh, actually coming up. So stay tuned, and uh, we'll get into all of that here in just a little bit. This was from Jack real quick. He just says, uh, "Do you think Dak Prescott?" Throws two or three picks tonight. What's the over and under betting line? I don't know what the prop bet is for tonight's contest. Couldn't tell you. I don't know what the prop bet is. Good thought, though. I'll check that out. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Phone calls coming up. Then we got Mike Clemens. Uh, for the final hours we do every Monday, good stuff. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michaels Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. <laughs> 